Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Well, Alan, uh, in the business that I'm in, uh, you encounter a lot of people who make a lot of noise and you encounter people who make a lot of difference. And Frank Flanagan is certainly in the group of people who make a lot of difference. Uh, Ten years ago, Frank uh, identified the serious issue uh, that was happening on Wexford Keys and decided that there was enough talking and enough wondering and enough posturing being done, and he decided to do something tangible and practical that would be effective for the next 10 years, and that was to establish Wexford Marine Watch. And he went about it in an extremely responsible way. He called in all the various agencies, statutory and non-statutory, got them in a room together. Uh, I was there that night myself uh, on the very first night when we met uh, to decide to, to put an end or try to put an end to the scourge of, of suicide in, in the Wexford Harbour area. And pretty much that's what's been uh, achieved through Frank's efforts over the past 10 years and making a difference to mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles and all family and friends in, in Wexford by the establishment of Wexford Marine Watch is testament to the tenacity of Frank Flanagan and it's testament to the way he and manner about which he goes about his business. Uh, I'd like to congratulate and thank Frank for the wonderful 10 years of service to Wexford Marine Watch. Uh, I wish him well. Uh, the organisation wouldn't be here without him. He established it, he managed it, he drove it, and he brought us to a place where uh, the harbour area in, in Wexford Town, the Bridge and Harbour area, is a much, holds much fonder memories for, for, for Wexford people at this point. That was the Cahirlock of Wexford County Council and also the Cahirlock, the chair of Wexford Marine Watch. Speaking about Frank Flanagan, who joins me in studio now. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Alan. We've just heard a tribute paid to you by the chair of Marine Watch, uh, George Lawler, uh, Councillor George Lawler. You've decided after being so involved in this to step away. Um, what has been your thought process on this, Frank? Uh, I just, I tell you, I'm so busy, Alan. Uh, Started my own business there a couple of years ago, and uh, between that, and I'm very active, thankfully, with hobbies and stuff. And a lot of stuff has, I suppose, had to take the back seat. And uh, I hit the big five order a couple of weeks ago as well. And uh, I'd always said I was, I was, I was just going to hand over Marine Watch eventually. And I just thought that ten years was kind of an apt time. It was a lot of commitment for the last ten years, and I just felt that it was time. It's uh, there's good enough people there to, to, to manage the, the operation and keep it running successfully I'm happy to, to kind of hand it over uh, I think it's at the stage where it'll flourish it continue, continue to flourish so uh, I just said I'd, I'd uh, step back now and just let it run its course uh, with the existing uh, people and try and uh, concentrate on, on my own uh, private life And will you maintain an interest and an involvement even on the periphery of it do you think? Uh, I I will if need be. Uh, I don't think there's a need to be honest. Uh, with some very experienced people there on a board of management, we've uh, representatives from the, the emergency services and obviously George from the council. Uh, we've a great set of volunteers, and I think it'll everybody knows we we have a we have a handbook which we made there a couple of years ago, which is I suppose like the bible that each volunteer gets when they join, yeah. and it covers everything from the time they come in to the time they leave. So the handbook is there; it's written. The bible is there, I suppose. So I mean, once people stick to that they can't really go wrong and I think it, it'll continue to be successful for many many years Well it's a time to reflect it's also a time to look forward and listening to you there you're very confident because I don't think you would step away if you weren't confident that it could continue to do the work it's doing but take me right back to December 2012 which is exactly 10 years ago um, 
What happened? What what brought this to fruition in the first place? Uh, I suppose I like like everybody, Alan. I was frustrated at uh, the loss of lives here in the harbour, particularly off the Wexford Bridge area. And there was a spate of uh, very sad deaths there around September, October in two thousand twelve. And I just kind of felt everyone is reactive uh, in the community when 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 something like that happens. And suicide was still, I suppose, a little bit of a taboo subject back in then days as well. And a few years previous, we had the the Sharon Grace. Um, incident as well there there in Wexford so uh, still fresh in people's minds but I just felt something so, something needed to be done nobody knew what uh, or how and uh, I suppose rather than sympathising with everybody else in the community I said right well let's take this by the horns and actually do something yeah. and uh, it kind of spurred from there I just called a meeting uh, with the emergency services and the room was packed. We had to bring in more chairs. The the, the turnout was was unbelievable. Um, there was the Coast Guard, ambulance, Arnolai, Gardaí, fire service. Everybody turned up, yeah. and uh, it kind of just spiraled from there. And it, here we are today with with Marine Watch, which is very successful. I just played a piece from a visit to the Arnolai HQ in in Kilmore in Kilmore Quay, and here I have you in the studio with me now, and there's a huge link between you and the Arnolai and the inshore rescue team here, isn't there? There is, and, and the Coast Guard as well. Like So our, our first port call would be the Coast Guard, uh, who then would have access to the Arnolai, and they'd uh, task the Arnolai and any other emergency services that we need if there's an incident. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we haven't had to call them out too, too often. Um, and again, in conjunction with the RNLI and the Coast Guard, we have saved a considerable number of lives. I mean, once somebody enters the water, it's kind of beyond our remit. We can't really do anything. So we kind of rely on the, the likes of the other services then to, to, to rescue the person. We never do, and we never will talk about individual cases, but we can talk about an overall fixture, or fig- figure, I should say. And uh, since it started 10 years ago, how many calls have you had to make? How many times have your volunteers had to intervene, Frank, roughly? Uh, we've had approximately, uh, we've sa- saved directly suicide-related uh, incidents. We've had approximately 240 where people would have indicated that they, they're suicidal and we would have intervened. Um, incidents, general incidents, which would also include the, the, the suicidal incidents, uh, were probably up around the 700 mark. Uh, you know, that could be somebody after having a fall, after coming out of a nightclub, maybe somebody that's inebriated with drink and doesn't know where they are and they're down for the weekend and they don't know where their hotel is and we've had to help them and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, encounter people. Uh, it's, it's just so uh, wide-ranging, the variety of what, yeah. we, what we've uh, we've helped out at. But uh, certainly, I mean, the statistics, the suicidal statistics, you know, 240-plus, it, it's scary to think if we weren't there how many families probably would be trying to pick up the pieces at the moment, you know. And you're still there and the volunteers are out and uh, I mean a lot of people have been out fundraising for you and continue to fundraise um, and they all talk about the dedication of the volunteers, particularly on nights like what we've witnessed over the last two mm-hmm. or three days. They still come forward, don't they? They do. Uh, again, the volunteers are the cogs in the wheel really. Uh, they're the ones without them. We're nothing. We're no organisation. We, we can't operate without the volunteers. Yeah. And uh, I just, if I could extend my thanks to all the volunteers, I suppose tr- three three groups of people really I'd like to thank is is one obviously the volunteers, uh, two is our board of management, a fantastic board of management there that's uh, stuck by and kept me in check I suppose over the years as well. Sometimes I do as the run of myself, and, yeah. but uh, 
um, and then thirdly, obviously the people of Wexford, because without the, without the funding, we just we couldn't put volunteers out. We it's it's great having volunteers, but if you can't equip them and train them and have the finances to get them the best equipment, you can't put them out. But Frank, it it, it has broadened. It's you, you you got calls to help other groups. Galway instantly comes to mind. Other groups contacted you uh, and and the rest of Marine Watch, and you managed to assist them as well. How, how far have you spread the message? Yeah, we look. We would have loved to, to spread it wider. Um, I don't think uh, we were blessed in Wexford because we had so much drive with the emergency services. We had a problem here. All the emergency services identified that there was an issue with suicide in Wexford and wanted to do something about it. Um, it is a suicide is a lot more prevalent, I suppose, in some of the towns around Ireland. Um, but you wouldn't have as much. I suppose joined up thinking with the emergency services. Unfortunately, we, we George and myself actually travelled to Cork. Uh, to have a meeting with the emergency services there uh, a few years ago as well yeah. to try and get something going up there. But Gal- Galway is up and running. Uh, they're being very successful. Cladawatch in Galway, yeah. uh, run by Arthur Carr. Uh, Limerick is up and running. Uh, I believe there's one in Clonmel, there's one in Drogheda. Yeah. And uh, it could, it's it's starting to catch on because it, it's so effective and people realise this this method does actually work. Yeah. You know? Well, I wish you the very best of luck. So, as you step away from this, uh, I know you'll always be keeping a watchful eye on it, but you're comfortable in the sense that you believe it will continue, it will continue to grow. You've now got 140 trained volunteers, which is quite remarkable, because apart from the patrols they do at Marine Watch, they also bring the training mm-hmm. that they have with them, and they can use that training anywhere, can't they? That's right, yeah. And the, I suppose the most important uh, training that our volunteers get is the suicide awareness training. Um, which basically, I suppose it's a toolbox that, that gives them the skills to identify somebody that's suicidal. Uh, and when you when you learn that, it's not necessarily on patrol that you're going to use it. I mean, you'll use that in your own personal life. You could, it could be a colleague at work who's a little bit under the weather. It could be somebody at home. It could be a friend, a family. It just uh, allows you to identify, I suppose, the, the key yeah. uh, indicators before it's too late. Yeah. And uh, that and all of any volunteer, even past and present, has come back to us that that is the most vital part of training that they've got. And I mean, you don't need to be in Marine Watch to get suicide prevention training. There's great organisations out there like Talk to Tom and Gory. Uh, they run courses all the time. Um, Pied House. Um, there's loads of places that you can yeah. you can get training uh, for this. And I would advise anybody. Uh, but everybody, I suppose, to, to get some sort of suicide prevention training. And let's just get these numbers down. What you've achieved is remarkable. Congratulations, Frank. And best you, of luck in your, I wouldn't say retirement because you're a busy man, but to, <laughs> I, I'm sure I speak for the entire county, community, and all your fellow Marine Watch volunteers. Well done. Thank you, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.